Backs him down. Giannis into the lane. Giannis spinning. Fading shot. Up. Good for Giannis at the buzzer. Bucks win it. Welcome to Locked on Bucks. I'm your host, Kane Pittman. You can hear me daily on this show as the build-up continues to the season. You can also find my work over at ESPN and NBA Australia. And joining me is the founder of BrewHoop.com and longtime voice of the podcast, Frank Madden. And Frank, it's been a little bit. What have I missed? What's been happening? Have I missed anything in Bucks land, in basketball land that's caught your eye over the last <laughs> week or so since, um, since I- we hung out? I got a. Uh, I paid forty dollars for a. I would say it's a very handsome. Uh, it's a thirty ounce Turvis, you know, which is one of those. Uh, it's like a Yeti style mm-hmm. um, insulated cup. Uh, it's white. It's like a glossy white with Bucks stuff on this on uh, all over it. It's not a championship one, mm. um, but it's got the deer logo. It's got the the state logo, and it's got Milwaukee Bucks in the kind of font written sideways. Um, so this is, you know, I've been going back into my, my office semi-regularly cause it's pretty much empty. So I only see like three or four people a day, but this is like, you know, I can't go in there wearing like a bucks, you know, snapback or something like that. Um, I can't go in there wearing a, you know, one of my bucks championship shirts or something. So this is how I flex on people and let them know I'm a champion fan. Um, I, I carry on now this overpriced bucks, um, insulated uh, cup. So even if I don't really have anything to drink, it's like I, I got to carry this around now because I feel like you got to got to put the vibe out. That's pretty much that's the extent of uh, of what's going on with me. How much would you say you have spent on Bucks merchandise since Game Six of the <laughs> NBA Finals? It's a good question. I actually um, <laughs> so I just got also this week um, uh, Alan Witkowski. Uh, you can find on Twitter. I've tweeted his stuff out um, from time to time. Alan. Uh, you, you may have seen, you, even if you don't recognize the name, you may have seen um, his stuff floating around Buck's Twitter. Alan does these, uh, like, he literally did a game night poster for every game last year. And they're, like, very creative, um, you know, like, drawn uh, posters. And they're, like, always around a theme. Like, they'll take, like, a movie theme and then make it, like, Bucks-centric or whatever. And uh, so he, he made a whole, like, coffee table book out of his posters. I just book, I just got that. Um, I don't know how much, I think I may have paid like 30 or 40 bucks for that. Um, my cup was 40. Um, I got my new puppy. Uh, I got him a, a dog collar, which he'll probably grow out of in you know, like another two months. Um, as well as a, uh, a little like old bango bucks, like handkerchief, like old school logo. Um, so that was probably another 30, 40. Um, so that's like 120. I bought a bunch of posters from uh, my guy uh, Pete, who uh, is the flop, floppy action at floppy action on Instagram and Twitter. He did a bunch of um, illustrations and posters. I probably spent another hundred bucks there. So that's you know you're talking about probably 250 there, and we haven't even gotten into like the shirts and stuff. And I've got probably I think I've probably bought four or five different shirts. 
So, you know, that's probably another, um, maybe not 200, but another certainly north of a hundred, 150 bucks maybe. And I, you know, I, it's funny, I haven't even bought, um, our friend Eric names athletic book or the journal Sentinel book yet. I, I feel like I, I have to buy those as well. So, um, I feel like when all is said and done, I'll probably be, I, and I did actually get one of the Bucks snapback championship hats, even though I will never wear a snapback. I'm a 40 year old dad. Like what am I, I'm, I can't wear a snapback, like flat brimmed hat. Like, come on. But, um, you know, you got to have it in the closet. So I got that one too. So yeah, I've probably, I'm probably at something on the order of 500 bucks, you know, which is still pales in comparison to what I spent to go to game six. But, you know, you can't put a price on that. I, I paid 1600 bucks for tickets for two tickets. And, you know, my flight, my flight back was probably another four or 500 bucks. So, I mean, I probably dropped over 2000 bucks to, uh, to get home, but, um, you know, yeah. Hey, nobody said winning a championship was cheap, Kane. Yeah, well, we can't be out here and from time to time questioning whether the owners are cheap and then uh, we, <laughs> in you cheaping out on, on championship merchandise. So the one thing I will say, um, I haven't got anything, but, you know, I mean, it's it, postage these days and trying to get things to Australia right now is impossible. But uh, I, I will say that uh, I am very interested to know what the listeners think is their most ridiculous purchase that they've made, something that they know is just absolutely mm. absurd, but they've gone ahead and done it. So you can let us know about that we did get some news we did get some cool news yesterday actually which i want to get to in a bit before i do that i'll remind you guys about fridays on the locked on nba podcast uh, nick angstat of locked on mavericks and adam maras of locked on nuggets power rank the week that was in the nba follow the locked on nba podcast today wherever you get your podcasts and adam maras actually was on the low post today i was listening to that uh, just a little bit earlier he does a great job covering the nuggets uh, but we've got a play-by-play caller, Frank. I didn't know when this news was going to come, but we were certainly speaking about it. And I was talking to some people that, you know, back in Milwaukee and saying, geez, what are we doing here? Is there going to be a play-by-play caller announced here? Because the season is coming up pretty quickly. Lisa Byington. This is really a historic announcement, actually, from the Bucks. Uh, the first uh, woman to be a play-by-play caller, full-time play-by-play caller uh, of a men's professional is it men's professional league in America? I, I believe it would be just in America. I, I I don't know. I mean, I know she's the first for the NBA. I mean, we've mm-hmm. had um, we've had female color commentators. We, you sure. know, Sarah Kustak does it for the Nets. You had Stephanie Reddy, I think, was the first with the Hornets. Um, and obviously Doris. Um, shout out to Doris. Doris follows me on Twitter, by the way. I don't know why, but. Um, every once in a while I'll remember that and like, I'll tweet something stupid or about like Rocky or Coco's and be like, what if Doris Burke like randomly opened Twitter, which I don't mm. think she uses very much. And what if she saw me tweet something about Rockies that was like really weird? I mean, I don't know. Do I feel bad about that? I don't know. I'll, but, tell, you, um, I'll, tell, I'll tell you this. There was one time, <laughs> and this was going back a year ago, and I'm not going to say who it was, but there was a very prominent media member uh, that everyone listening to this podcast would know followed me. And then uh, within 48 hours, unfollowed me. And, and I don't know whether it was something about the hop. I don't know whether it was a stupid pun or what it was, but uh, they very quickly regretted their decision. And quite frankly, I can't blame them. I mean, you know, I think at the end of the day, it's just like, you know, you got to live your truth, uh, yeah. uh, Kane. And, you know, if someone doesn't want to follow me for my Rocky or Coco tweets, then, you know, then do they deserve me for my really detailed cap breakdown tweets? Um, 
again, maybe, I don't know, probably a lot of people would probably find those, uh, a lot of our listeners might find the reverse of those more interesting, but, uh, but yeah, I don't know. But um, yeah, either way, I mean, obviously there, there've been, there's been a lot of inroads made in, in, you know, um, the women that we've mentioned, I mean, Candace Parker, I thought was, was arguably the best of the TNT slash NBA TV um, studio uh, analysts that we've seen. And I mean, she's still like an all-star level WNBA player. So obviously she, she hasn't always been able to do it kind of full time because she's a professional basketball player, but I thought she's really good in the studio. But, but yeah, I mean, this is the first time that we've had a full-time play-by-play. And of course our own Zora Stevenson did a play-by-play game last year for the Bucks. I think, was it just one? I think it was just one. Was it just one or did she do multiple? I can't remember. Um, I think she might've done some preseason stuff too. I know she did at least one in the regular season. Um, so yeah, I mean, on, it, this was inevitable, I would say, right. Um, with the amount of women that are now in the broadcast ranks doing play by play throughout kind of different levels of, of the game. And, um, you know, I, I knew Lisa's name. I was trying to like place the name when, when the announcement came through and then I watched something on, on YouTube and I was like, immediately, like I knew her voice. And I mean, she's, you know, <laughs> you, you can't say that she has not paid her dues and worked her way up to, to earn a job like this because, um, you know, she's, she's been the first to do a number of different things. I think she was the first woman to do play by play for the big 10 network. Um, maybe for, uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know if she did was first for like all of college football, but you know, she, she's done a lot of men's college basketball. Um, you know, she's done Olympic men's and women's soccer. Uh, she does WNBA for the Chicago sky. She did do, I think one bulls game last year, um, uh, as, as a, uh, you know, kind of a stand in. Um, so yeah, I mean, she's kind of a pros pro and she played college basketball and soccer at, uh, Northwestern. Um, so shout out to Charles Gardner. I mean, Charles Gardner is gonna, gonna have to talk to Lisa given he's a, a Northwestern guy who is a huge soccer fan. So, you know, watch out for, for Charles and Lisa have to connect if they haven't already, but, um, but yeah, I mean, she's obviously has the resume to, to get a land a job like this. Um, and, uh, you know, it just so happens that, uh, you know, obviously with the, the, the job opening up in Milwaukee for the first time in 35 years, shout out to Jim Paschke. He finally got his picture with the, the, uh, Larry O'Brien trophy this week. Um, and I, I tweeted out, I hope we see Jim, uh, emceeing the, uh, uh, the ring ceremony on opening night. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, obviously now we finally know who his replacement in, uh, in the booth for Valley sports, which is still weird to say, by the way, I still want to say Fox sports, Wisconsin. Um, well, <laughs> we finally know who that's going to be. And, um, you know, we'll, uh, I'm certainly excited to see her do her thing. And I, I don't know. I mean, it's sort of these things like I, I, you know, I, I did not see her cover the Bulls game last year, and um, I, I have no idea, you know, how closely she has followed the Bucks. But I mean, she's a pro. I'm sure she will get smart on the Bucks, and um, you know, she's obviously got a great uh, crew that she's working with. Uh, you know, with with obviously Marcus coming back, which I think everybody's thrilled about to hear, um, and Zora as well on the sideline. I mean, just those two obviously uh, are. Um, you know, people that uh, have really kind of shown that they're as good as, as you're going to find in the NBA. Right. So um, I think certainly she's got, she's got a good, a good team, set of teammates to, uh, to lean on. And um, you know, um, we'll see, 
we'll see how things go, but I'm certainly excited for it. And it's cool. Obviously, I think not surprising that the Bucks Bucks have never been afraid of, you know, being, I, I hate to say like progressive because I don't want to like diminish, you know, like her getting hired. Um, but yeah, it's, as you mentioned, it's historic um, because we haven't had a woman get this job before. Um, and I think it's, it's cool that the Bucks, you know, are, I think, normalizing doing stuff like this, right? Letting Zora call games last year, um, hiring her now. Obviously, the Bucks have a, you know, have had a history recently of, of doing things that, um, you know, uh, kind of have maybe, maybe not been um, typical uh, based on gender, race, whatever history. But uh, I think this is, uh, you know, just another thing that, that doesn't surprise me at all. Okay, Frank, let's talk about DirecTV Stream. Does this sound familiar? You've got one device that lets you catch the game live, another that lets you stream your favorite shows. You're watching sports highlights on your phone, and you've got your neighbor's best friends log in for the good stuff. I keep mentioning it, but it's like Giannis asking for those passwords. We all know we've been in that situation. Well, I want to tell you about a simple way to get all that entertainment you love without the hassle and a great way to finally get your TV together. It's called Direct TV Stream, and it brings you live TV and on-demand favorites together like never before so you can watch your favorite sports, movies, and shows all in the one place. That means no more juggling remotes and no need to buy another device ever again. And the best part, there's no annual contract. So get rid of the clutter and the confusion and get your TV together with Direct TV Stream. You can learn more at directtv.com. That's directtv.com. Compatible device required. Content varies by package. I think the great part of all this is, as you mentioned, obviously with Marcus, but we get to keep Zora as well. So it's the best of both worlds. And Lisa, I was similar to you. Everyone that listens to this podcast a lot or is familiar with with anything to do with me knows that I'm not a college sports fan, but I jumped on YouTube as well and I absolutely recognized their voice. And in, in many respects, when you talk about someone that's, that's called play by play and announced at the Olympics, it's, I mean, she's worked on bigger stages than the, than the Milwaukee Bucks. So uh, I agree with you. It's, it, she just clearly from the resume and the work that she's put in absolutely deserves uh, the role just on, on her merits of, of the work that she's done. But uh, of course, you do have to mention that it's also a, a cool step that the franchise is, has taken in hiring her. And for her, I'm sure it's something that she's really proud of. And Zora has already been breaking uh, some of those barriers with the Bucks over the last uh, couple of seasons. Obviously, we love Zora. We love her on this podcast as well. So it's cool to have all three of those guys together. I didn't notice this, but I did just look it up. Uh, Marcus did tweet yesterday, or must have been the day before, whenever this came through. He said, listening to Lisa... Uh, doing play-by-play at this very moment. Was not familiar with her work. She's really, really good. Easy to listen to. Knows the game. Well-prepared. And most importantly, she engages her color analyst uh, often, which is the key to good broadcasting. Welcome aboard. So, yeah, I always think about the chemistry that obviously Jim had with, uh, with Marcus, and that's the biggest part. But having said that, I thought about that for literally one second and I thought, well, who the hell is not going to get along with Marcus Johnson? Let's be honest. I mean, he's going to be able to make it work. He takes the mic. He starts telling these ridiculous stories from the 70s and 80s, whatever it is. Everyone's laughing. He's a comedian as much as he is an analyst and a really smart basketball person. So I certainly would have no concerns that these two are are going to be great. And then again, you add in Zora and you've got a pretty damn good trio. And as much as I said, the Olympics is probably a bigger job than the Milwaukee Bucks. 
the Bucks are they're a team that people are watching now all across the world. So this is going to be great for Lisa and uh, and great for the Bucks, I think. And hopefully, I had someone tweet at me and ask whether we could get her on the show. Uh, she's a little busy right now. I see she's doing a lot of stuff, a lot of different interviews. Obviously, it's a big story, but um, at some point, uh, we would like to get her on for sure. That would be a lot of fun. Yeah, um, can you you'll work your Australian charm and and mm. I, she doesn't seem to be very active on Twitter, so. You know, we 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 we'll have to kind of see uh, see how we do. Put it put in a good word for us uh, <laughs> on Twitter, people. I guess. Um, but um, yeah, I mean, I think I think kind of rewatching some of her stuff. I think what stands out is she's got kind of like a she's like a positive person and seems to you know try to have fun with it, which you know I think is always a really important thing with with an announcer to have kind of that that positive energy. And I think it's always interesting with. Uh, you know, TV, I think one of the real arts of, of being a TV play-by-play person is, you know, kind of Marcus alluding to it, but you have to, it's, you're more of a conductor than, yeah. you know, like the, the soloist, you know, um, it's very different from, for instance, you know, radio, like you think about Ted Davis doing solo road games for all these years. I mean, you are, you are the listeners only, you know, vantage point into the game so you have to talk all the time you have to convey everything with tv it's different right and i think i think we talked about this you know i think i mentioned this before but you know i thought jim was a really interesting contrast to ted because jim did let the game breathe he let the game kind of speak for itself to a large extent and i think that's the thing that we see with a lot of the best play-by-play people is that they involve their teammates, you know, they're more of the point, you know, whatever, you know, the more the point guard than, you know, the ISO score, uh, whatever metaphor you want to use. Um, so uh, again, as you said, she's obviously got with Marcus and, and Zora, um, two, two great pros that, uh, that know the team and, um, have really kind of made their mark here. And, um, you know, I think we're, and, 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 you know, the other upside she has is that, uh, as a fan base, I mean, we, we get cynical very quickly, but, um, we are going to come into this season. I mean, again, I'll say, I, I don't, I don't want to like jinx it, but if ever this Bucks fan base is going to come into a season, being willing to give people the benefit of the doubt and being open <laughs> and hopefully having a positive vibe, uh, hopefully it will be this one given that we are coming off an NBA championship. So yeah, um, certainly a, uh, a closing of a, you know, a, terrific chapter in broadcast history with, with Jim and, and uh, Ted as well. But, um, but now a new one with, uh, with Lisa joining and we'll see what they do with, uh, with the radio job as well. Cause um, you know, newsflash camp is two less than two weeks away. So um, it is, it's, it's sneaking up on us again. And um, it's, it, uh, I don't know. I'm excited. I mean, I, I think I'm, I'm sure at some point this year when the Bucks hit a, our first patch, we're probably going to be saying, oh man, that short off season really seems to be kind of, you know, potentially causing, causing some issues. But um, as a fan, certainly I, I'm, I'm looking forward to just seeing NBA basketball again. It, it hasn't been that long since we had it, but, um, but especially with the good vibes and, you know, knowing that there's a banner raising in our near future. I'm, uh, I'm really excited to just get back to seeing, seeing this team on the court. It's built by a time, Frank, and of course, we're still celebrating freedom of choice when it comes to the best damn tasting protein bar we've ever seen, we've ever tasted, that has ever been made. 
that is Built Bar, of course. There are so many delicious flavors, and when you talk to a Built Bar fan, they're definitely passionate about their favorites. You can hear it in my voice. I'm fired up. I get this way every time I do this ad read. I can't help myself. But if you don't know the Built Bar flavors, you're simply missing out. Again, my favorite coconut. I've said that before. It's a controversial opinion. Not everyone loves the coconut, but if you don't, it doesn't really matter because you can get mint brownie, double chocolate, salted caramel, strawberry, orange cookies, and cream. You can keep going down the list. Again, go to built.com and you'll be able to check them out. These bars are healthy for you. It's the official protein bar of the US track and field team. You know those guys aren't having protein bars that aren't good for you, that aren't healthy, that aren't fit for athletes. So you can take it to the bank with that one. Just go to built.com and use the promo code LOCKED and you'll get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED for 15% off at built.com. And then uh, once you fill your guts, head across to betonline.ag and fill your wallet because football's back. And BetOnline is your number one spot for all the pro and college football action this season with a new updated site and interface, even more odds, props, and contests. BetOnline.ag continues to be the number one source for everything football. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and receive your 100% welcome bonus. That's double your initial deposit just for signing up. Don't forget to use the promo code NFL100. From football, basketball, boxing, right to your favorite Vegas casino games, don't wait to take advantage of all the amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to bet all your favorite sports. That's Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. It has been fascinating over the last probably week or so, I would say, that the Bucs have started tweeting out and putting on their social media channels the pictures of of the guys getting back to work. They're at the practice facility, as you mentioned, training camp, still a couple of weeks away. And we know that players play basketball all year round, wherever they are. They might go you know, somewhere, you know, Florida, California, whatever it is. They might hang out somewhere and try and relax a little bit, but they'll be playing pickup basketball, getting shots up. Uh, they, they can't help themselves at this point. That's just what they do. That's their routine. But to see so many players in the practice facility and getting back to work this early, coming off a championship, uh, is pretty cool to see. I'm not really surprised knowing the way that these guys work and the way that they're wired. And they're, we've spoke about it before. It's not exactly a team full of party animals. They love playing basketball and they, they have fun being together. But it is interesting to note when you talk about a short offseason that they are uh, in in the gym at the facility and have been for a little while. It's not always what you see, particularly from teams that just come off winning the championship. Giannis did uh, make a trip back to Greece. We did see that. Uh, it looked like he. Oh, I think the report was that his mother and one of one of the brothers might have been Alex. 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 Yep. yep. Uh, got their Greek citizenship, and Giannis was over there for that. And I know uh, quite a few staff members from the Bucks have been over there as well. well we know that they always enjoy the opportunity to get over to Greece with Giannis and his family. And, and that's something that that's been pretty cool to see over the years and probably helped continue to foster the relationship that the franchise has with Giannis and showing real care and love for his home as well. And I've always thought that those things do matter. And it is probably something that the Bucks have done pretty well right from the start. Yeah. I mean, we, we did see Giannis as, and Alex actually, his younger brother was, was part of some workouts uh, at the, Bucks training facility not that long ago before they went back to Greece, but um, but yeah, I mean, I you know, I would say Giannis is the person I'm least worried about, you know, being in, in physical <laughs> good physical condition, um, and um, yeah, I think that that'll obviously be just a a topic to to keep an eye on, like, and, and I think that's one of the 
question, certainly that, you know, I, I think we talked about a little bit and it's always a discussion point when we have sort of these over under conversations, you know, like how much are the Bucks going to, you know, play their guy, their best players this year? Are they going to rest them more? Are they going to play them fewer minutes? I, I don't know. I, you know, I think that's, that's a question kind of coming into camp. I'm sure um, that may get brought up on, on media day, you know, how differently or if the Bucks are going to take a different approach this year versus last year when they clearly did, you know, make a point of playing Giannis and, and Chris and, and Drew, obviously Drew was new, but you know, they played those guys more minutes than they did the previous year when you know, Giannis, I think had the fewest minutes per game of any MVP ever. So, um, so yeah, all those things will, will be interesting to monitor and just kind of see how they try to manage that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, you just hope that guys were able to, you know, take a minute, <laughs> take a breath, uh, get, get some, some well-deserved downtime. Um, but by the same token, obviously, uh, you know, Chris, Chris Middleton, you know, again, I, I, I'm always wary of, you know, hashtag muscle watch and people facing how fit people are by, you know, a, a random picture. Uh, but yeah, I mean, he looked, he looked pretty trim and fit and, um, you know, I think certainly, uh, I would be surprised given the shortness of the off season that, that anybody had any time to get, you know, fat and happy <laughs> in the off season, but uh, we'll, we'll see soon enough. We'll see him on the court in, uh, in a few weeks. All right. Before we wrap up this episode, I'll mention the Locked On Bets podcast. Betting doesn't have to be a guessing game if you listen to the new Locked On Bets podcast hosted by your boy Q and handicapping expert Lee Sterling. Get daily picks, blowout specials, wrong team favorite picks, and Lee Sterling's lock of the day. Follow the Locked On Bets podcast brought to you by betonline.ag wherever you get your podcasts. All right, let's leave it there, Frank. Uh, obviously, you know, people get excited about this. People get excited about the broadcast when you have a new voice on there. It brings so much to the fan that can't be in the arena. People like me that are stuck over the other side of the world, uh, you know, it's, it's a big part of, of following the team, covering the team, and the overall enjoyment and, uh, and the experience of a fan or uh, someone covering the team, whatever it may be. So it was worth bringing up today. It's been a highly anticipated announcement. Again, uh, we are obviously, um, we're obviously really excited for Lisa. It's going to be fun uh, when she jumps on board. But tomorrow on the podcast, or it's going to be the same day, we've got two podcasts dropping super quick here. So make sure you don't miss out. Uh, Frank, you came up with the idea of uh, things you're looking forward to this season, uh, things you're curious about, perhaps storylines you're looking to follow. So we'll be able to go through these as the weeks go on, as we get closer to the season tip-off. You've got a good one to get us started. We're going to talk about the defense, a source of frustration for a lot of fans throughout the season, but we're going to pinpoint a few specific areas and a few specific things that we're going to be looking for this season, the 2022 season. So make sure you check that out. Two podcasts dropped in quick succession here. So don't be confused and don't miss out on one of those. But for now, for Frank... And myself will leave it there. We'll catch you guys tomorrow.